As people who may have listened to this podcast before, they they may have realized that one of my favorite sayings is don't shit all over yourself. So (laughs) we have to go back to chapter two (laughs) or not chapter two, but decision two, perception two. Yeah. Choice number two. That's right. (laughs) Because that one just cracked me up. And and I, I, we could go through each of these. I mean, we could spend hours just talking about all this, Um, but I, I love the realization that there is just so much should out there. Oh gosh. We're and piled in sh- we big are, piles are, of should. We're surrounded <laughs> by piles of should. Um and it actually it actually this this should shifts or our colors our perceptions throughout these five dimensions actually. So I I I'm hoping because of course it's just fun and and also incredibly insightful. Tell me more about the should section. Okay. Let's dive deep into the should. Let's do it. Let's just, (laughs) let's get the shovel out. That's right. Okay. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. This is one of the easiest unlocks for folks because (laughs) I mean, once you really see what's going on, it's just so obvious. And the unhooking is so freeing. And so I love having this conversation with whoever will entertain me on this. So so glad you asked Jennifer. Uh, so here, the thing about should is very early on, we learn to adopt, to tolerate, to adopt and rely on the energy of should. But when you stop and you think about it, like if we just say, okay, let's let's look at this word, should. And I say to you, Jennifer, you should be nicer to your neighbor. You should stop eating so much cheese. You should go to the gym. Right? I know. Don't look take at that. away my cheese. Oh my gosh. I love that facial expression. Exactly. <laughs> when you think about when, when you... When you put a should on yourself or someone shoulds on you, how does it make you feel straight up? How'd that make yep. you feel? Of course. The first thing you, the first word that came into my mind was the guilt. Right. Right. Just the guilt of obviously I'm not doing something right. Yep. And there's something else that I should be doing. And I didn't acknowledge that I should be doing that. So I should feel bad about it. Exactly. And inherent in this word is this pervasive feeling of burden, mm-hmm. obligation, guilt, shame, um, weight. It's just, it's heavy. And so it is heavy. Should is heavy. And there's a big reason for this. And so, because as you know, my background, like I love to think of things in, in, in very black and white objective terms. Mm-hmm. So for me, this is really quite quantifiable. This isn't just, Oh, this doesn't feel great. I get really curious about what's really going on. So yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to dive into here and kind of hopefully give you a new way of seeing this. So we first have to say, okay, well, what does should imply? So if I feel heavy about this, we have to acknowledge that should implies that there is this fixed reality out there that represents the good life. This ideal standard Mm -hmm. that we all need to measure up to in order to what? Have a good life, be a good person, do the right. I mean, and so this is where you have to stop and you say, okay, hold on. Is there an ideal reality out there that I need to measure myself to? 
that would mean there's a big book in the sky that I'm a lot that doesn't exist. <laughs> and so then you stop and you're like, okay, but now I'm measuring myself up to something that doesn't even yeah. exist. And so we have to stop and we say, wait a minute, hold on. Then that means there is no way things should be. Now this can feel really shaky for folks. Oh yeah. Because it's like, wait, hold on. But there is a way things should be. And this is where I have to say, okay, hold, hold, hold. let's slow this down. We know nothing about existence. The only thing that I could say for certain is that I exist. That's it. And I would suspect that, Jennifer, the only thing you could say is that you exist. But the truth is you're in my perception. Yep. My five senses pick up on all this stuff and tell me that you're in front of me. I mean, the fact is you're on a screen. We haven't even met. Now, we're in agreement that you exist. And I like that agreement. But do we know anything as truth beyond Mm -hmm. our perception? We don't. And so we have to say, okay, so is there a standard out there that we have to measure ourselves with? No. And then you say, well, hold on. We shouldn't kill people. Well, I'm all for the agreement that we don't want to kill people. And so in that regard, okay, yeah, we shouldn't kill people because I'm in agreement that that's not what we want to do. I have decided that 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 is an objective of mine in my moral compass. That's right. 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 And so we have these agreements that we abide by in order to coexist, to co-create, to thrive together. But when we stop and we take a step back, is there a should reality that we want to line ourselves up with in order to live the good life? It doesn't exist. So we hold ourselves underwater for no reason other than it's just, we get used to it and we're conditioned to it. And and from an early age. Oh, yep. You should clean your room. You should be nicer to your sister. You should be right. nice. You should be quiet. You should get good grades. You, you should, should, uh-huh. should, 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 should. That's right. I, I like that. <laughs> yeah. I, I like that you said a should reality. Mm-hmm. It's it's almost a, 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 another reality, a, a completely different paradigm that exists out there yeah. that may or may not be true, but many of us take it as true. That's right. That's right. But it doesn't exist. And so when we go deeper, so then it's like, okay, well, this is interesting, but there's more. Okay. So the way I like to think of this is let's imagine that all the emotions you can feel in the world could be mapped from highest vibration to lowest vibration. Okay. And so, so it's like, just let's think of this linear scale of emotion. And all the positive emotions are up here. Here's neutral and here are all the negative emotions, Uh right? Now, the truth is we all want to be hanging out up here. That's why we want what we want. That's why we do what we do. That's why we should on ourselves because we think it's going to make us be up here. Yeah. So to make this very simple, we all want to be up here in the positive on this side of the axis. Mm -hmm. That's it. But now when I, I want to do a deeper study of should, if we look at everything below neutral, Everything below neutral is caused by one thing. And when you get this, it can be a game changer. You ready for this? Yeah. Go for it. So whether it's as minor as confusion to apathy, to frustration, all the way down to depths of despair, what's going on here is that you might be up in this positive access. You might be feeling positive, but there's one thing you do that will shift you below into a negative emotion. And it's this, 
Okay. Here you are in your now moment, present. The moment you push against and resist what is, boom, you drop below neutral. And so the way I like to see this in a very objective way is that all negative emotion can be seen as resistance to what is. And there's, there's so much to this and it gets really fun. So in the book, I really explain it, but I'm just, yeah. for anyone listening, I would encourage you to think about any negative emotion you're feeling and recognize it's because you're pushing against a circumstance. What does that mean? You're judging it. What does that mean? You want it to be different than it is. Right. Think it should be different. So there's, there's going to be a common denominator here. And that's why we're talking about should here. So I'm, I'm getting there, but what I want everyone to consider is that each negative emotion is a measure of resistance increasing in intensity. Mm-hmm is confusion. There's something I should know here that I don't, which on the flip side of confusion, let's say is curiosity. Whew. Nice. Ah. Now, is there any resistance in curiosity? No, it's wide open. But the moment you go to the shadow side of curiosity, confusion, it's predicated on the thought. There's something I should know here that I don't. Frustration. You shouldn't have done that. Disappointment. This shouldn't be happening. Right. Revenge. He should pay. Notice the common denominator Mm -hmm. should. Okay. So what's going on here is I like to think of should the energy and the essence of should as the hallmark indicator that resistance is in play. And why is that important? That because you are, you are actively keeping yourself below neutral line by virtue of using a should. And so this is what I find to be so eye-opening is that it's, it's not that I just want to get rid of the word should so that I feel better. It's, this is a bandwidth issue because if I am going to use resistance to get ahead, like I should go to the gym, right? There's resistance and there's, I'll explain a little more, but if I'm sustaining resistance, trying to get ahead, that's kind of like deciding to carry five pound weights as I run a marathon. It's like, why would I do that? That just slows me down. It eats up my resources. Right. And so should We think should motivates us in the direction of what we want when in fact it's dragging us down and the reason for this. And so here's, here's the punchline should, if we are using should, what's more in our focus is that we are avoiding negative consequences. We are trying to push away what we don't want more than reach for what we want. So for example, if I say I should go to the gym. Now, a lot of us have said that before, I'm sure, <laughs> especially <laughs> in January in the first of the year, right? I should, I should stay, I should go to the gym. Well, if you're saying I should go to the gym, I'm going to guarantee you that what's in your focus is, oh, I feel fat. Oh, my pants are too tight. Oh, I, oh, I don't want to put this bathing suit on. Whatever it might be, what, what's, it, the, what's our primary focus is channeled in the direction of avoiding the consequences that we don't want. And so what we're doing is we're trying to push it away. And by pushing it away, we're eating up our own bandwidth and keeping ourselves below neutral. So I can slug myself to the gym, but I'm going to do it while below neutral. Mm -hmm. And that's not the goal. The whole goal is to be up here in a positive state, right? Versus I want to feel healthy, right? I want to feel flexible. I want to feel youthful. I want to feel good. It's a very different energy and it's a very different focus. Mm -hmm. And so again, like there's so much to this and I love it. And we could, you could just dive in in so many different ways. But when I think about 
what's possible and helping people shift from should to want in a very honest way, what happens is we reclaim all of this bandwidth that we're unnecessarily using to move ahead. And with that, all of that additional bandwidth, right? So much more is possible. Innovation, creativity, empathy, connection, you know, looking into the future optimistically. All of these amazing things are possible when we have more bandwidth available. Yeah. And the the thing that pops out to me is, you know, you have this uh, should and the negative emotions attached to it in many different areas. And it's easy to identify shoulding. Um, it's easy to identify the negative stuff that we want to avoid or the negative emotion that we want to avoid. But it really takes, as you say, a shift of perception to recognize what we want to achieve or what we want to feel or what we, the goal, the actual goal, that the outcome. Yeah. And that takes a little bit of energy, but not a lot. It takes a pivot. It takes it a pivot. Takes a pivot. Yeah. yeah, and 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 I explain this, and actually I explain this visually in my book. But it's almost as if, like, let's imagine that everything you, everything you want in the world is on one side of you, right? And so on the on the left side of me here, let's imagine that everything I want is here. It's joy and love and abundance. And let's imagine that everything I don't want is on the right side of me. And this is rejection and debt and missed opportunities and all the things I don't want. So when we use should, what's happening is I'm facing the stuff I don't want and I'm pushing it away. In which way am I moving? I'm moving in the direction of what I want. But what's happening? I am using resistance to move in this direction, which keeps me below neutral, Mm -hmm. which eats up my resources. And so to do that full pivot, it's wait, hold on. No, 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 no. It's not about what I want to avoid. Hmm, pivot. What do I really want? And where it can be helpful is to, it's not a thing. It's like, what do I want to feel? Yeah. And so that's the shortcut way to move from a should to a want. It's hold on. I should go to the gym. No, 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 no. I'm not going to should on myself anymore. Wait, what do I, what do I want? What do I want to feel? Oh, Mm -hmm. I'm going to feel good. And so here's, what's so cool. The moment you pivot all of a sudden, your horizon completely shifts and what's possible and and what you see is it's a totally different landscape because now with your feeling state as a North star, it's like, Oh, and all of these options start to emerge. Oh my gosh, it's a beautiful day. I'm going to go on a hike with my neighbor and all of it. And that was nowhere in sight when you were hellbound trying to get to the gym Yep, and slog yourself to the gym. Right. Or it could be, Oh gosh, I was up till 3. A.M. I'm so tired. You know what I'm going to, I'm going to take a bubble bath and go to bed early. Right. And so, and that, that is a part of feeling good and self-care. Right. And, and, and to choose that and honor yourself. I mean, that's what it's about. And, and the difficulty I could see some people having is that they don't feel worthy of the things they want. Mm-hmm. And I, so I could understand that shooting is almost easier because acknowledging and honoring the good stuff that's possible yeah. it is going to take more than just opening the door. And, and that can be painful, right? but it's a process. Oh, it is. And that's why I've got 
I've got choices four and five. Yes, exactly. Because that's where, you know, you have to know you're already complete. Right. And then it's not, it's just, it's to want what you want is to want a feeling and be okay with that is okay. But until you choose to know that you're complete, it's going to be a struggle. But why would we do that? Why? Because we're good at it. (laughs) That's a hundred percent right, Jennifer. (laughs) We don't have to be good at it. That's right. That's right. And that's what, and that's what I'm here to do is just help people understand that it doesn't have to be that hard. Yeah. Yeah. It just takes some shit. And they are complete. We are all complete human beings. Yes. Amen to that. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, this has been just so much fun. (laughs) This has been so much fun. Um, So as I mentioned before, Amy's book, new new book, Living on Purpose is going to be out soon. Take a look. And thank you so much for this insightful and and fun conversation. Jennifer, thank you for having me. This has been truly a delight and a pleasure. (laughs) So much fun. Thanks. Thank you. Thanks for listening. This is Jennifer Woolley. Catch you next time on the SBL podcast. Bye.